Welcome back to Paranormal, everyone. I'm Marie. And I'm Nicolina. And, and we, have, go ahead. We, we have a very <laughs> special guest today. I was going to wait a little bit longer to introduce the, the person, but basically um, we had a hometown haunt. Well, we had someone come on a couple weeks ago, Mary, if you guys caught that episode. And um, we've asked our patrons to basically give us a shout if they have any hometown haunts that they want to have like tell us on the show so one of our um amazing patrons whose name is Catherine. do you want me to say your last name i don't know how to pronounce it i'm gonna be honest you've been really great at pronouncing it oh I'm okay shocked. <laughs> <laughs> is it paracus is that what it yeah. is Okay, so Catherine Prakis is here with us to share her hometown haunt stories or stories of the paranormal, and um, yeah, we're super excited to have her, and uh, Marie, do you have any, any... Thing to add to that? Uh, Catherine was also one of our giveaway winners. Yes. She won the little bat. So, how long did that take to get to you? I want to know. I honestly thought that you guys didn't send it because it was like (laughs) two months. Oh, no. No. We have like a package room where I live, and I got a notification that I got a package. I was like, what the fuck did I order? Yeah. (laughs) It was the package. COVID, right? People probably hate us. They're probably getting all their stuff so late. Yeah. I mean, she. we were just talking to Catherine before this. She, we're in, like, outside of Toronto, and she is living in New Hampshire. Is that is that where it was mailed, to New Hampshire? Yeah. Or Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, border crossings and <laughs> and things. I don't know. What I really don't know what happened. <laughs> I've watched border crossing before, but I don't know the whole, like process of the package process i'm so used to it i have family from canada so like we're used to it fair (laughs) enough but you got it so that's good um so if you guys are also if anyone listening is also waiting for a letter or a package from us it's probably coming it's just Mm. really late and we've sent it i tried to order something off of vista print the other day and it was like it was going to, they were going to charge me $24 for it to get here in three days. And I was like, $24, that's more, double the price of the actual item itself. <laughs> and then I was like, what the hell? And then the, the like normal shipping um, time was three weeks. And I was like, how is this possible that it's going to take three weeks to get one singular item like delivered? And the, yeah. Amazon's figured it out. Can't you all yeah. figure it out? <laughs> like, <laughs> um anyway so Catherine is here also let's do Catherine's horoscope as well are you interested Mm. in hearing your your daily horoscope always always okay and and what is your your sun sign I am a Virgo oh first day of Virgo I love Virgo we love Virgos just because we're married to them but Mm -hmm. I'm not but I will be um (laughs) Do you want me to read it or do you want to read it? You can read it. You can read it. Okay. So, life just seems to be smiling on you at the moment, Virgo. Some sort of mystical force has entered your life and is enriching your contact uh, with other people. It allows you to make a success of anything you undertake. Luck is really on your side and you are on cloud nine. Have you made friends with the angels up there yet? That's the end. (laughs) I mean, communicating with new people. Hello, us. Uh, Luck is on your side. This episode's going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But 
else does it what else does it speak to you about well marie's got it covered so i mean you don't really need to answer but yeah (laughs) (laughs) but no yeah like answer yeah i don't know i i you know who am i who else am i meeting (laughs) Uh, well no yeah i go to work i go home (laughs) this is the thing about horoscope writers right now where i'm like was this all like canned like um, a year before they like issued these and now they've just like not realized that this like COVID is happening right now because a lot of them are like oh you've met someone great and you're 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 really socializing lately and it's like what no there's no fucking way that's happening lately but maybe you should amend your your uh auto-generated horoscopes to no uh, it's real Nicolina these things are very real we take them very seriously I mean (laughs) I think some of it is but I'm not going to I mean, I'll call it out when it's bullshit, too. Um, All right. Well, anyway, let's Mm -hmm. get into the fucking spooky stories, because I really want to hear them from Catherine. Um, So, Catherine, tell us about your experiences that we have been waiting so long to hear about. Don't hold yeah, back so a whole a whole week. <laughs> <laughs> you said you would be on the podcast. I thought that I would have you guys choose because I oh, have a few. Okay, okay. So um, we have like a roster them. of of events. Yeah. Okay, tell as many as you so, can, as long as we're within our time limit. Well, well okay. Let's start. Let's start at the top then. Like, like give a, give us a couple, and then we'll figure out which ones we want to hear. From. I actually have a request i want your the scariest one that you've ever experienced the oh one that's- god <laughs> I, they're all scary yeah, yeah i mean they're all really spooky mm-hmm. um so i i used to live in salem massachusetts so i have a salem story mm-hmm. um i have my haunted house and i have um the ghost of my grandmother okay mm-hmm. like i want to hear them all honestly <laughs> so I would like to hear the Salem, Massachusetts story first, I think, just because um, I think that that's probably, is that like the the oldest story? It's not the oldest, okay. but it's also very fascinating. Okay, let's go with that then. Cause, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I, I went to college, like my first year of college, I went to Salem. Um, and the dorm that I lived in, they have like these two freshman dorms on campus, and I lived in one of them. Um, and like four stories below me, like back in the seventies, like this is old building back in the seventies. Um, there was a suicide in one of the, um, dorm rooms. Okay. And it happened to be like four stories below mine. So it was already like, you know, this dorm is haunted. Like this is the haunted place on campus. It's already Salem. The school is also like, like it was built forever ago. Yeah. Um, and it's like gone through cycles of like different schools. So, you know, we move in, um, everything's fine. Um, and eventually we start getting like, we all like, so I lived in like a forced triple and we all had like our own stories from this room of like things that's happened, but like, we've all been like alone when they've happened. So we're like, Oh, like you're just like bullshitting, you know? Um, for me, what would happen is that whenever I was alone in the room, I would hear knocking on the walls, but it wasn't just the side walls. It was all of them. So like all four walls, the floor and the ceiling. And it oh. was just knocking. Like, and like loud knocking. Yeah. Loud knocking. Um, the way that the building was, was I just like, we only had dorms on like the two sides and yeah. like 
we had a window and like, you know, it went out in the hall. Um, and like, I would be opening the door, like there's no one in there. Um, like trying to listen to each side of the wall. No one was on the other side and knocking would just get louder and louder. Um, yeah, it was, it wasn't great. Um, I would go home no. a lot. <laughs> yeah. I would too, if that was yeah, my Yeah, I would not want to yeah. stay there. Yeah, I would go home a lot on the weekends. I also, like, I lived very close. So, like, my parents would pick me up or, like, I'd drive home. Um, and there was one weekend I was home and I got back to campus, like, Sunday night. And one of my roommates was like, you're never going to believe what happened. And I was like, fuck. And, like, <laughs> this was kind of, like, when things were starting to, like, ramp up in our room. And where our room was positioned, there's like a lounge in the dorm. Um, and one of my roommates would hang out there with like everyone else on our floor. And she was sitting, um, she was in the lounge all day, sitting in a chair where you could directly see our room. So like there was like a half wall kind of in front of it, but like you could still see our door and only our door. So she was there all day. And eventually she got up to go into the room to like get like a drink or something. And she walked into the room and her closet doors swung open. Everything in the closet is ripped out, thrown across the room. Her, she had like these calendars on the walls torn down. What? Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Everything's like alone across the room oh my god this just reminds me I've told the story before about the girl that I knew in college who had what they decided was a demon living in her dorm room and it would touch it would ruin only her things it wouldn't touch her roommate stuff but go on I'm just saying it just reminded me of that <laughs> okay. yeah so we've got yeah. a demon in yeah yeah in dorm. most likely most likely Great. Awesome. <laughs> perfect <laughs> So she goes back out in the lounge and she's like, like, who did this? Like, I like, why did you do this? Like, I don't understand. And everyone's like, we have all been sitting here all day. You can see your door. No one has got in. Mm -hmm. So like they all get up and like help her put her stuff back. And then like, they all go back out in the lounge. They're out there for a few more hours. She goes back in her room. Same thing. Same exact thing. Everything. So is- you, they, she put it all back up. Everyone helped her put it back up. And then she went back and it was all gone, ripped apart again. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. And like you're, you said you were like in college, right? Like, yeah. Like what, how old? Like 19, 20? Yeah. We were all like oh 18, 19. 18, 19. Still, yeah. like, I feel like that's like an age that like you don't do dumb shit like that to other people's property. No. Like, no. You know? And, like, everyone on the floor, like, we were all really close. We right. were all friends. So it's right. like, why would you do that to our room? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, we had one roommate that everyone was like, eh, not, like, you know. But it wasn't to her stuff. It was, like, to this other, like, you know. Right. absolutely no sense why this was happening. So the next day, same thing. Like she's out in the lounge all day with everyone. And the same thing keeps happening all day. Just everything is flung out her room. Oh, my God. Out her, like, her closet, her drawers, like, everything. Um, so she starts locking the door. Mm-hmm. And, like, because we never locked her door. And even with the door locked, it would still happen. Oh, my God. And she's God. like, I don't understand what's going on. I don't Jesus. know what's happening. It's a ghost, yeah. obviously. How do you not understand it? It's yeah. obviously a ghost. It's Clearly. the ghost of Salem. <laughs> Um, yeah. And like, there was another instance where one weekend I again was 
gone. Um, and the same roommate, she had this alarm clock, like, at the top of her closet. And these closets were, like, you know, long dorm closets. They are pretty tall. Mm-hmm. And she had this alarm clock up there that was never plugged in. Like, she put it up there, never plugged it in once. Right. And one weekend, both of my other roommates were woken up by this alarm clock. There was no batteries in it. it oh, wasn't yeah. Nice. It hasn't been touched since, like, move-in day. And it just starts going off at 6 in the morning. And they cannot get it to stop. Yeah. So she had to break her own alarm clock because it wouldn't stop. <laughs> and, like, there's she no She had to break her, her, not, her, her not plugged in, not, no battery alarm clock that yeah. shouldn't have been on anyway. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. like the Friends episode where Phoebe's fire alarm will not stop going off. Even though she's yeah, watching. the exact same thing. Right. <laughs> yeah, so it was like, it was just like spooky occurrence, like constant spooky occurrences. And like, it's Salem. So my friends and I one day go downtown Salem and they have like all these like witch shops. And like- A dime we, a dozen down there. Yeah, they're like, they're yeah. just- everywhere and my friends and I go into like a few and like we're you know looking around everything and in one of them we like you know we find the pendulums and like start picking them up like playing around with them and like I grew up in a haunted house so and like now my dorm is haunted I was like okay like this is weird so I asked the pendulum I was like is my dorm room haunted and it starts swinging to the yes and one of the people working there, she just walked up to me. She goes, maybe you should just ask if you're haunted. So I asked, I was like, am I haunted? And it like, like major swinging. Oh, okay. Like, but you so weren't shocked. there. You weren't there the times that this happened at the dorm. So no. do you think that it was related to you and your like, and possible like an entity that had followed you? Or do you think that was just probably within the dorm itself I honestly don't know yeah I really don't know because I I've had friends that have lived in that building before me mm-hmm. and they have also had spooky right. Right. experiences so very well could be like the dorm room it also could be me um because <laughs> like maybe it was just like me. both the energies kind of like all yeah. but it was just way too much yeah but, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, all right, that's great. Um, <laughs> yeah, I go back home to like my dorm and I'm with a friend and she's sitting on like my roommate's bed and we're just talking not about anything spooky, you know, nothing at all. And she, like her face all of a sudden, like got really white and she looked at me and she goes, I have to leave. And I was like, what, like what? And she was like, I need to get out of this room. And I was like, what happened? And she said that it felt like two hands on her shoulders just pressed down. No. And I was like, all right, you can go. (laughs) I wish we put out the videos for these recordings because of Marie's expressions. (laughs) Absolutely no. Just, yeah, yeah, that would, I'd be out of there too. Like, what the fuck? That's yeah. Yeah. I was Uh, like, all right. (laughs) I don't think there's anything scarier than being touched by something that you can't see Mm -hmm. I've only experienced it a few times and I hope I never have to experience that again that is absolutely terrifying yeah super terrifying oh my god she left 
And you were like, what did you do? I just like stayed. I texted my roommate. I was like, please come back. I don't want to be in here alone. No. Yeah. It was like later at night. So like, I didn't want to like go anywhere. Cause like where, where, where are you going to go? Is, is, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Where would I go? It's a really sketchy neighborhood. Like I don't want to get mugged. <laughs> You're haunted anyway. So like, even if you leave, it's coming with you. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter. Right. Um, and, like I had a friend who lived in another dorm who would like also have like weird shit happen to her in her mm-hmm. dorm, but like not as weird as mine. Nobody wanted to come in our dorm. Like, nobody wanted to come there. It was always like, you have to come to our place. Like, you, no, we're not touching that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, that was kind of, like, the, like, major spookiness in okay. the dorm. Like, a lot of us would, like, feel poking. Um, a lot of our stuff went missing in that dorm. And, like, we That's would screw stuff. Yeah. That's just rude. Like, yeah, you can like starving students you taking want, from starving like, students, not yeah. fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like we would search each other's stuff, wouldn't find what we we're looking for. I lost like four ID cards. Mm. I'm just picturing me being like, Nicolina, I'm going through your fucking stuff. I know you took, took my, my shit, Amagachi, <laughs> I'm pissed. <laughs> I mean, if I had a Tamagotchi in university, you should have taken it from me, but uh, I'll have less right now. (laughs) But honestly, yeah, no, that's, that's really, yeah. It's like they, it's like it wanted you guys to like, like be against one another and be like, oh, did that person take my shit and then get mad about it? Um, Yeah. And like, even my roommate, like pinning her stuff on everyone else in the dorm. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's, like, there's an instance the next year, I transferred to a school in Cambridge, Massachusetts, um, and we had, like, some spooky occurrences in that room, too, and I, like, would text my friend from Salem, and I'm like, fuck, I am haunted. Like, yeah, yeah. The um, pendulum has spoken, Catherine. The pendulum has spoken. <laughs> yeah. There was, there was one night, my roommate and I, so, like, I... In the dorm that we were in, we had like shelves above our desks and I had a picture frame up on one of my shelves and it was like me and two of my friends and it was like 10 o'clock at night. We were both like exhausted um, and we were just like in our beds watching Netflix. Lights were off, like nobody was up and all of a sudden I look up at my shelf and I see my picture frame get pushed off the shelf like I'm watching it move mm-hmm. and snapped out on the floor and my picture frame broke Jesus and my roommate like saw it too and she's like what like I, what did you do that? yeah I was like no I didn't do that who was in the picture she said it was her her and her two friends oh sorry. yeah and they were both from Salem mm. Mm-hmm. But that also isn't the first time a picture of me has been thrown off a wall. Oh my god! Let's get to that story. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like okay, you're you're haunted. So I think we need to know why you think that you're haunted, or at least I'm haunted. You're yeah. so we've determined that you are haunted. So therefore, obviously, these events in Salem were happening in the probably the most haunted place in North America. Um, And so what what things outside of this 
dorm or or in the dorm but specifically are happening like to you or have happened to you yeah so I I've always like felt haunted (laughs) does that make sense um like I remember at a very very young age I think I was like five going to my brother and just saying out of the blue nothing was happening I said do you ever feel like you're being watched all the time (laughs) nice like you know five-year-olds say yeah no I'm gonna be honest I've never I did not say that at five years old yeah I I think Marie may have but I I I just had like these two imaginary friends that I'm pretty sure were probably ghosts but (laughs) I'm not sure so I mean to be fair I feel like all imaginary friends are ghosts but that's true that is true and that's the one thing so I have to say I never had an imaginary friend and I had my cousin did and she was older than me and everyone was just like oh this is super normal and why don't you have an imaginary friend I'm like I don't fucking know I don't have an imaginary friend like I just don't and I couldn't come up with one and I was like I remember like concocting I was like oh yeah I have an imaginary friend and made it up and like was just like I don't see shit guys like I don't see it but fucking Rosie does so and Rosie seems sound mentally so I guess I'm supposed to also have one um but now that I think about it like I didn't have any deaths in my immediate like my immediate family but I think she did or at least she had like because her father like moved back to Italy and like we I didn't we didn't know his family so we don't know who could have potentially been you know visiting her or whatever but I didn't have anyone all my great-grandparents were like still alive so I just didn't have anything, but it's just funny that you like certain children, like they have these imaginary friends and I'm like, bro, didn't experience it. But like, I, I do like to Marie's point, these people, these probably were ghosts. I actually don't even remember. I don't ever remember physically seeing these people. Yeah, but, like, but you felt something, you know? <laughs> yeah. However, they were also small they were little like tiny like an inch tall and uh their names this is so, such good content you guys uh their names were there were a boy and a girl the girl was dickia and mm. she had red hair that's the only thing i remember mm-hmm. and she again was one inch tall and dorman was the boy and i think he wore the color blue again one inch tall i think he had black hair so i don't i don't think they were ghosts perhaps pixies or fairies oh those are cool that's cool yeah okay sorry to interrupt I just wanted to say that I personally have not experienced that but I do agree that that imaginary friends could very well be because children are are more open to that stuff right like they're oh yeah yeah Continue, Catherine, about your imaginary things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like, I always felt watched. Like, mm-hmm. no matter where I went, I always felt watched. Um, I I would start, like, as I got older, it just kind of got stronger. And, like, normally, like, you kind of hear, like, as you get older, like, you kind of forget about all that. It just, like, got a lot stronger for me. Right. Um. I eventually, so in my house, my house is on very, very old land. Um, it's not an old house, but our house used to be a farm. Um, and 
So like the, just the land itself is very old. So like, I don't know what went down. I don't know, you know, um, but in my room, so above my room was the attic and the attic door was in my room. Always hated my room. Mm-hmm. Always hated that door. Yeah. Never going in the closet. Um, the only reason that like clothes were put in there is because my mom made me. Um, <laughs> I just didn't, I didn't like it at all. Um, and eventually I'd start to hear like rolling mm. up in the attic. Mm-hmm. Like it sounded like someone's like, pushing ball, some balls rolling yeah. around. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I brought this up to my dad. And so he went up in the attic and immediately came down and was like, never go up there. Just don't go up there. Never, never talked about it. I asked about it. He's like, just don't go up there. Hmm. Okay. And I'm like, okay, that's odd. Reassuring. Um, wasn't yeah. planning on it, dad, but. Yeah. I was like, I am also like very small. I don't think I could push that door. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't planning on it, but like now I'm just petrified. Thanks. Yeah. But I was like very curious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause like now I'm hearing things up in the attic. I'm like, what is like, I, what is up there? Um, I eventually would start to kind of like notice, um, there, so like in front of my bed, there was like a mirror and I, I never faced the mirror towards my bed cause I was terrified. Um, but I would notice just like the presence of like a little boy in front of the mirror mm-hmm. and like, it wasn't like anything serious. It was just like there. And I was like, Hey, what's up? Just like chilling. Ooh. <clears throat> um, I was just it closets in general terrified me um because the closets in my house just like had a weird energy to them mm-hmm. um my brother had two different rooms in our house in his first room I never liked going in there to this day I hate going in there it's not a comfy you, your family still lives in this haunted house yeah. oh, okay cool are yeah. you in it you're not in it right now no okay no, I moved out okay um no, no one in my family believes me. She's <laughs> really reassuring. No one believes me. Rude. Yeah. Um, which is great. So, like, every time I brought up these things, like, they would just laugh at me. Yeah. Um, which is fine. <laughs> um, but what was really weird is that my uncle moved in for a brief period of time. And he was hearing things up in the attic, too. And my dad went up there and he like, he couldn't find anything. Mm-hmm. Like both of them went up there, couldn't find anything, couldn't find like any mice, could like nothing. Right. But he was hearing the same thing that I was hearing when okay. I lived in the house. I was and like, this was great. after, this was after you moved out, he was hearing that? Okay. Interesting. No, it was, I was still living there. I was at college. Okay. Um, but okay. I was still living there, but I hadn't heard that in like years. Right. Right. So. I wonder why your dad said never go up there i i've tried to ask he won't answer and it's like gotten to the point where he's like i never said that um, <laughs> my dad does i mean it could have been a safety yeah. concern as well like he could have been yeah. like but later in life she asked him and he started refusing to answer why or saying that he didn't say that and yeah. then and then it led to him saying he never said that so for, there was a point right. in time where he was like I'm just not going to even answer the question mm-hmm. instead of just saying because it's dangerous right I mean that yeah, would be a simple right. answer right yeah he never once said that oh boy mm. so <laughs> and then your and then your uncle heard it on his own but like 
when you hadn't for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't brought up ghosts in years. Absolutely no prompting. He heard it. Hmm. Uh, And yeah. So, and like there was instances like when I was a kid where I'd have, um, I would have friends over because I had a pool in my backyard. So like everyone would come over to swim um, and I had a few friends over and like, we all changed in our bathing suits and everything. We were hanging out upstairs and mind you, like we didn't have the AC on during the day upstairs was very, very hot and humid. Um, just not fun being up there. <laughs> and one of my friends was standing outside my brother's room, which is the room that I hate going into, um, shivering. And I was like, it's oh, no. a hundred degrees outside. <laughs> yeah. And no, it's freezing in the spot. So like we switched places and it was like ice cold. Oh my gosh. Cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Great experience. Literally cool. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended, <laughs> but actually yeah. intended. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. But all right, so that's your that's your home. Any any more like crazy like doors swinging open or anything like that at the home? Oh, yeah. Like, I would see shadows a lot. Um, there would be shadows blocking my door in the morning because um, I would wake up at, like, 5.30 in the morning. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, I would have my lights on, and I would see shadows blocking my door. What? Uh, yeah. It got to the point where, like, I was so terrified I had my priest come over and bless the house. Oh, Did I it help? It, it helped a lot. I didn't, I've never seen a shadow since. Oh, okay. Yeah. Still hate the nighttime at my house. Yeah. I don't mind nighttime like anywhere else, but like at my house, like I dislike it. Um, and there was a period this summer where I was back living there and I was living on the ground floor. And every time my parents went to bed, I was just like terrified because I just didn't, didn't want to be up. Right. Um, there was an instance a few years ago when I was still living there. Um, and so I have like two dogs now. Um, we got the dogs when I was like 16. So like after all this had happened um, and we were sitting in the kitchen and in the kitchen, there's a door to the basement and it was just like me and the dogs in the house. Um, nothing weird was going on, broad daylight. And we're standing in the kitchen. I'm like cooking something like they're around me because they want food. Um, and all of a sudden we all hear this violent rattling of the basement door oh god absolutely violent rap- rattling oh my god to the point my dog's tail like tucked underneath them oh, no, we no. all looked at each other i'm like go outside <laughs> we're going outside oh, oh yeah. my god yeah and, then, and like when, and then when did it like did you go back in like eventually and like check it out yeah i went back down and i checked everything because like there's a few different rooms in the basement turned on all the lights mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> built everything out nothing was down there okay that's no fun. one was down there. Nothing was down. Like it was empty. Oh my God. Besides like the stuff we have. Um, but like, that was absolutely terrifying. It has never happened before. Hadn't happened since. Um, there was a time. So like we have pictures like going up our stairs in our house. Um, like every mom likes yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there was one picture of me <laughs> hanging up in the house. Um, and my mom was on the phone. She was sitting in like, one of the like our seating room I guess you would call it and she's sitting there on the phone I was coming down the stairs and as I was coming down the stairs one picture of me flew off the wall at my head smack down 
on the like on the room's floor oh my god the whole frame shattered oh my gosh and my mom and I just like looked at each other and I just kind of like picked it up and put it back on the wall and your mom oh was like god. there's no ghosts yeah it was you you kicked down the stairs way too fast it's just yeah. wind yeah <laughs> drywall wind <laughs> yeah um, and like I, I brought funny. it up to her recently and she's like I don't remember that I'm like of course you, you don't <laughs> yeah <laughs> convenient our parents generation I feel like the the generation of like just boomers and even maybe like Pepsi generation I don't even know what it's called but Gen like X. Gen X yeah that's it um I feel like they don't handle unknowns very well like they they don't face a lot of uncertainty like it's like push it down push it down push it down cover it up (laughs) cover it up everything's fine right (laughs) like just lock it away and I just feel like that's their generation and it's they did that's what they've been born and bred to do so like when we're trying to be really authentic and open and talk about the things that are going on that are real they're just like "Mm mm-mm no didn't happen Uh um I don't have the mental capacity to deal with it Mm -hmm. yeah pretty much yeah yeah and like what's so crazy too is like my priest believed me oh well there you go me too yeah yeah, like so when the time he came around like bless our house it was Mm -hmm. like right around Easter and he was like oh well you know around this time the the just the spiritual world is like more present and right. you're gonna feel a lot more and I was like why is my priest saying this when my parents are calling me a liar right right <laughs> yeah so I have a I kind of have a question I don't know if anyone has an answer to this but growing up I was under the impression that like Catholic priests didn't believe in ghosts like they didn't think that ghosts were a thing they believed in the spiritual world but ghosts wasn't like an option because that meant that there was like they didn't believe in what's it called um the the place between hell and heaven purgatory purgatory, purgatory. do they, they believe, believe in purgatory they do believe in purgatory but yeah. so they do believe in ghosts or do they not i think that they don't believe that spirits can be earthbound right so that is a fact so that I, they don't I believe that. yes however my priests uh-huh when the okay so when that whole thing happened at college with a girl that I knew whose dorm room was haunted by a demon mm-hmm. um well I guess it would be different well anyways whatever um I f- okay so I sorry I thought I just saw something over my shoulder and I had a minor panic attack um, so, so I went to go talk to him because I was like literally shaking terrified and uh because I was in that dorm room and so he told me he's like some people have a gift they can talk to spirits like I truly believe that some people do have a gift where they can talk to spirits so I don't know some priests believe in it some priests don't I guess mine does yeah see I'm not Catholic right so So it's different yeah it's different I know that other like other faiths and other like priests and reverends are different um from different uh types of christianity they they do i just remember as a child being like there's no such thing as ghosts we don't believe in ghosts we believe in just like the spiritual world and heaven and hell one of three places yeah yeah it's one of three (laughs) places and that's it like we don't but but as i've gotten older that's obviously like that's changed my my parent like my mom's opinion on it as 
changed, whatever. So I was just curious, um, cause you you said your priest believed you. So I was just like, okay, yeah. well, if the priests are saying that the ghosts are here, then they're here. <laughs> they're here. Yeah. No. And what's funny, like I grew up at a church camp and like, we all had like genuine ghost stories. Oh my God. Oh. And, and like, you know, I still work there to this day and yeah. like, we all have more ghost stories uh-huh. and like, like members of the church about our ghost stories wow right like I don't know I don't know if like generation generationally we've changed because like the the maybe I know are like around my age right 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 um so like I don't know if we changed or just um like my like sector of Christianity is like more open to that like I don't maybe possibly it's possible um so tell us about your grandmother then yeah so my grandmother she passed away when I was a senior in high school um it was like almost a month exactly before I entered college and um it was like very traumatic (laughs) like I've never dealt with a death like that before Mm -hmm. um and what was so weird was every day um, past her death for 40 days, um, which is significant. So like a backstory, um, like in, in my like sector of Christianity, we believe like spirits hang around for 40 days after they die. Okay. Um, and so for 40 days, she would show up in my dreams Mm, mm, and it wasn't always like an active role. It was like, she was just like in the corner, like in my dreams. Right. Okay. Um, and I was talking to one of my cousins and like, she experienced the same thing. Like she would just like hang out in her dreams all the time. Um, (laughs) as she was passing, like I, I saw her, like she went downhill very quickly, like in the matter of a week, I saw her like day three of her declining and we were sitting in her like living room and she was just like saying the names of like all these people that I didn't know. And I was mm. asking my dad, I was like, who are these people? He was like, oh, well, those are like her childhood friends. Those are her family. Like, she, you know, she's talking about all these people. Yep. Um, and then like, there was like one really weird thing that stood out for me from this interaction was like, she put one arm up and started circling around with her other arm. And I was like, what are you doing? And she goes, oh, they're all here. Oh, okay. I was like, who's here? And she's like, everyone, they're all here. Mm. And I was talking to my aunt and like, apparently one of my cousins who passed away did the exact same thing when she was dying. Wow. And like looked at my aunt and said like, you can't see them, but they're all here. Wow. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard that before of people just saying that like they can see the deceased around them Mm -hmm. as they're passing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, it just like more and more names started coming up the, like the next days. Yeah. Um, and she was like very, very adamant. Like these people were standing in the room with her. Like she was having conversations with them. Wow. Um, yeah, it was like, it was really, it was, it was bananas. <laughs> yeah. That shit is bananas. Yeah. Yeah. And like everyone kind of had like their own like experience with that. And everyone kind of had like their own like passing experience with her. Mm. Uh, And for some reason, like me and like a few of my cousins just like saw her in our dreams. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And like there was, um, different grandmother. Um, (laughs) one of my, so my dad's grandmother came from Greece Mm-hmm. And when she came over, like she didn't have like many things. That explains the last name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so when she came over, she had like this pot that she brought with her. And she had this pot like her whole life. My dad gave it to me. Um, and when I was living at college, like I had this pot. Um, and it was like sitting on like one of my top shelves. Like I would cook with it. It was my only pot. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I would come home. I worked at a restaurant, like, bar kind of situation. So, I was, like, working very, very late nights. And I came home around, like, 1 in the morning one night. And I walk in my room. Mind you, I lived in, like, a really disgusting dorm. (laughs) So, like, there's no way that it smelled good. Um, (laughs) And I walk in my room, and I smell, like, a whole Easter dinner. Oh. Like, everything that she would cook. Like, oh. everything. Weird that the theme of Easter has popped up again. Yeah. 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 And I, so, like, I walk out into the, like, the hallway. Like, I go in the lounge. Like, I'm, like, looking everywhere. Like, no one's cooking. No, no one's, one's cooking. Yeah. Um, and I walk back in. It's still, like, that smell. And I texted my dad. And I was like, you're never going to believe this. Wow. So it's like things like that my parents believe, like, oh, family sure. visits you. Sure. Right. But sure. if it's like random ghosts, they're like, no, you're lying. No. Right, right, yeah. right. I get that. And I think that that's probably similar to, to my family as well. Because my mom seems to have, you know, a deep connection with people that she knows. But like outside of that, it doesn't really feel like there's any right. any interactions there. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's funny that you, like the smell thing. My Nona had like a very distinct, like, perfume scent and just like it was just her scent like it wasn't even perfume it was just a very distinct smell that she had when she would walk in the room everyone kind of knew it and since her passing which was like um seven months ago my mom my younger cousin they've all in different kind of interactions in their like they'll just suddenly smell this waft Mm -hmm. of her like it around I want to believe that she just like wouldn't make up that she smelt her scent yeah. like you know I, I it might be uh it might be her but at the same time I think it happens often enough that it, it's probably at least something that um is extra extra energy around but that's nice the Easter dinner I'd be pissed off that I didn't have anything to eat after I smelled yeah, a I full know. Easter dinner I know at one thirty in the morning starving. after work <laughs> yeah <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah. Where's my Savlaki? <laughs> Is that what Greeks make for Easter dinner? I doubt it. No. <laughs> Such an asshole. That's really funny. Thanks. Uh, I love Savlaki. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I think you've gone you've gone through like everything that but yeah. I feel like you have more. Um, like I'm sure that you have like other things so I feel like we'll just like get you to come on again um once you like maybe decompress and like think about (laughs) other other events that have happened or maybe they'll just continue to happen since you're haunted and we can hear about them later on I don't think that we're gonna do another hometown haunt because I think that this really unless you No, we're not gonna read another one no Uh, we're not gonna read another one um Catherine, you're welcome back anytime. Yeah, absolutely. I did just quickly want to mention that, um, cause I said that I was going to do a follow-up from Marie's recommendation of the podcast history defeats itself last week. And I got to like 
the last three minutes of the episode until we had to get on this call. So I literally oh. have not, I still don't know what the ending is, oh, but girl. the majority of the um, episode, well, not majority, but a lot of the episode was talking about like tipping waiters and waitresses. Yeah. And I have like, I wanted to scream during the episode because most of my life, um, or my adult life, I have been a waiter, waitress, a bartender on the mm-hmm. side making money. And I had no idea that like the whole tipping structure mm-hmm. had something to do with friggin' um, slavery. And then basically right. like when people were not enslaved anymore, these were the jobs that were available to them. And that the whole tipping thing was like a power thing. So like, I have the power to determine what your wage is. Right. right. So it's actually like not even a nice thing. No. Even though not. like it is, but it's not like it isn't. No. Um, no. <laughs> so I'm like, so they're saying that because of COVID, like they were saying in the episode that due to COVID, is there another way for us to um, think about like, paying servers and bartenders and like instead of maybe just raise the price of like the actual restaurant food in order to people a living wage I've never understood that concept of like why not just pay them a livable wage yes and raise the price of your food because I'm still paying that much money yeah exactly it's still it's still coming out of my pocket raise raise your prices 25% because I'm still tipping 25%. Like, right. And I think that like in Australia, like they don't have tipping. It's they, they are paid $18 an hour there. Right. And I don't they, know. I can't speak specifically if they do or don't. I just, I know there are certain countries. That, no, they do. Like I, when I lived there, it was like, right. and they didn't even have the service structure there was so different than ours, but it's like, okay, we've got COVID going on. Let's maybe take a cue from these, like these countries that are actually like have figured it out maybe better than we have um, and just raise our prices and then not worry about service per se as much. Like it's the kitchen that is going to provide you with the service because they're being paid to do so. Um, And then bringing out your food, really, it's like all these pleasantries and like all this yeah. bullshit that they have to go through. Laughing at your sexist joke. Exactly. That, that shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to do that anymore. I mean, yeah. I haven't served for an extra it. fucking quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. Anyway. So I didn't even get to the end of the episode to see if about this, but I'm going to, the next episode, I promise <laughs> I'll have a conclusion to that. Um, so yeah, but they're really funny guys and they are, they're, they're in the States as well. So, um, that was kind of interesting. I mean, Canada and the U.S. kind of have similar. We have, I think, a higher pay for our servers, but not that much. Probably not that much. Like, I think we get paid ten twenty-five or something, and you guys get like eight twenty-five. I honestly not don't. even like no. federal oh, okay. wages seven twenty-five. Okay, okay, there you go. That's just yeah. not the appropriate wage. Anyway, I don't mean to bring it into a completely different <laughs> discussion, but it really got me fired up because I, I I am a server and Catherine just said she's a server or was a server in school, so I'm sure you can relate. Uh before we go, when this episode drops, we're supposed to have our live Q&A. Yeah, but we are we're canceling it this month. A, we can't be together. Well, we're not allowed to be together for the Q&A, number one. Two, I'm going through some medical things where I have too many appointments 
to be able to make it to the Q and a. Um, so I'm fine. Like I'm not, you know, going to kick the bucket anytime soon and start haunting all of you yet, but one day, <laughs> ask one me day. when it happens. I will. God willing. Um, I promise. Um, but, uh, just, I just, I, I can't make it. Unfortunately, I have, I have too many uh, medical appointments happening, so I'm just not able to make it. With that said though, we are going to, I'm going to try and do something on Instagram on rooms and do like an ad hoc, like, like whatever. If you guys are around, you're welcome to join me. I'll just like, I'm going to add you guys to a room, like the patrons that we have, um, and do like a Q and a from there. Cause Mm-hmm. A, test it out. B, I think it's a good way to do it without having to schedule anything concrete. Um, yeah. So I can kind of do it on my own schedule. And then if you guys have any questions or anything that you pressing that you want to know about, like just message us on Patreon and we'll answer you. So we could do like a Q&A ep- like at the beginning of our next episode if you guys send in some yeah. questions that yeah. we can answer them on the episode. I'm really sorry that that we're canceling it though I'm pretty bummed out about it but it's, it's fine I don't really want to see you that badly anyway so it's fine. so nice I missed you too <laughs> <laughs> okay well um thank you Catherine once again for joining yeah. us those are awesome stories stay haunted and stay spooky <laughs> don't stay haunted but stay spooky because that show is <laughs> I'll try my best <laughs> okay If you like this episode of Paranormal, we need your help. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple. And if you listen to us on Spotify, go ahead and click the follow button. Even better, you can donate to us on Patreon, where you can access bonus content and members-only merch. To support your favorite spooky duo, go to patreon.com slash paranormalpod. And for show updates and giveaways, be sure to follow us on Instagram at paranormalpod. And remember... Stay spooky!